Hi, this is Joy B. And this is James B. And we are back with our next episode of Glow Your Goddess podcast. We're running a little bit late this month, but we've got a special guest. We do have a special guest. Um, I did send out a message a little bit earlier to let everybody know that I was super excited about this guest. And I'm always wanting to give you goddesses a little bit more um, information, a little bit more juice on how to get your glow up. And today what we're talking about around our glow is our pleasure glow. Wow. Yeah. Do we have a coach? We do. We have with us today, Yvonne, our pleasure coach. Oh, wow. A pleasure coach. I don't think we've even heard of a pleasure coach. Oh, I have. And I am so excited at the fact that we actually have one in person. (laughs) Yeah, I know more stuff than you. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I'm still hiding in the dark. Yep. Okay. Let's let's, bring you to the light. Let's bring me into the light. Yes. So I am super excited to have Yvonne introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself. And of course, I have some questions that I know some goddesses would love some answers to. But Yvonne, tell us a little bit about you. Um, Hi, I um, am a mentor uh, just helping to educate and give advice to help men and women to understand what true pleasure is for them. Um, And then once we kind of discover that what true pleasure is for them, how can I assist them in reaching and achieving the goals um, so that they can have true happiness? Hmm, True happiness. Happiness in what way? Like happiness is relative. So like exactly what does a pleasure coach do to create happiness? Well, I mean, the first thing I'm going to do is, is, is find out what your need is. What is, what is your need? Why are you dissatisfied? Why are you unhappy? And then kind of go from there so that we can understand, you know, what is it that you're seeking that will bring you pleasure? Can I help you with that? You know, is there some type of, you know, uh, toy, some type of, um, education that I can give you some type toys. of ex- <laughs> yes toys there oh. are toys that can help us to achieve that there are different types of lubrication there are different types of uh vitamins there's different type of enhancers all kinds and mostly I just really focus on sexual pleasure but you know sometimes the sexual pleasure can also root off to other things that I could possibly help you with also So that's an interesting concept, sexual pleasure. A lot of us don't even really get into our sexual pleasure. A lot of us were raised to not focus on that um, being a priority in our lives. Um, So it's awesome that there are tools out there. There's people out there to help us better connect to that space in ourselves. Now, some of us might feel like, well, I'm good in that department. I don't really need a pleasure coach. But Who in your eyes, as the expert in this situation, who does need a pleasure coach? Honestly, I I feel we all do. In some type, some form, we need some type of person that can come alongside of us that we can talk to that is going to kind of um, lock arms with us and listen to us and, um, you know, help direct us, help us to set our goals, help us to achieve those goals so that we can receive pleasure. I, you know, there's different types, but I think sexuality is just one of the big ones that I like to focus on because I think everyone thinks they're good or they don't realize that um, what they're missing in their life may stem from something sexually that they can actually achieve to have more happiness and more joy in their life. 
I actually heard the rumor that whenever you orgasm, that is the closest you are to God or to euphoria, so to speak, right? What? Yeah, that's what I heard. It's a rumor, but maybe you can clear this up for us. Like what actually happens when you orgasm? I mean, there, if you really orgasm, I think that's, that's especially for you goddesses out there. That's the, the first thing. Are we really orgasming? Do we really understand what that feels like? And I, you know, I can say for myself that, um, I didn't really know what that felt like and meant, even though I had children and became a grandmother. And that is why I went on this path to really discover and understand an orgasm. Um, so we'll start there of, do you really know and understand the feeling of an orgasm? But once you have that, it is, it's that space when you can think about if you've really orgasm, that place that there's nothing else, there's nothing else, but that feeling that you're having in your body, um, the feeling that, uh, nothing else, but that moment that you're in, um, is there. So with once you can understand the feeling of orgasming, what it can bring to your life is amazing. So that's actually um, a good point that you're making. Like what it can bring to your life is amazing, right? I deal with people with relationships, um, whether they're in a current relationship, they're trying to get into a relationship, they're dating, um, maybe also the relationship with yourself. But I am all about connection and I love that. Like pleasure, connection, um, our spirituality, our feelings, all of this stuff can come together. What part does pleasure play in a healthy relationship? Oh, my God. What part does it play? I feel like it plays everything. Once you can really, uh, I, I feel like once you really have an understanding of what pleasure is for you, and then you can feel that and you can experience that, you know, number one, it makes you happier. It makes you feel more of not a necessity to have an expectation for someone else to provide that feeling for you. Mm -hmm. So it makes you happier. And then you're able to be happier in life and that happier in life and happier with yourself brings happiness into the, whatever relationship you are in understanding you and pleasure just brings like so much more happiness into that relationship that you have with yourself, with family or with your partner. Our partners. Does that help build connection too? You know, I, even like with yourself, you know, understanding yourself, but also in your, with your partner, um, having that experience and that pleasure with them, does that help solidify the bond and kind of will pull you together? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it just brings... Uh, you know, like Joy said, you know, people say that that is that one place that you're with God, right? So it becomes also this spiritual thing when you really have that, that feeling of pleasure. And especially when you connect that feeling with other people um, in your life, it, it brings you and that person closer because there's that, that intimacy, right? Um, so yes, absolutely. 
it's kind of like um, what I would imagine it's like, um, like when you're traveling with a partner, right? You're going to somewhere exciting together. And some of us like traveling solo. And I love what you said about that. Like, you know, knowing that you could bring that to yourself. And to me, what I took from that, which I love teaching, is a space of being empowered, right? Like not relying on anybody else that you can cultivate such a joy on your own. And I know that's something that you help people with as well. But in terms of the connecting and the relationships, if I desire to explore the world, if I am a pleasure seeker or adventure seeker, to be able to share that space with someone else just adds to that experience, right? And I think it can bond two people together because they remember it together, right? They can reflect upon it later together. There's lots of people who make love and then later on they talk about what happened in that moment and it's like you're able to relive that together, right? There's so many different ways of us getting high. Everyone gets high in different ways. It could be by using a substance. It could be by dancing. It could be by listening to music, whatever that is. But how many times can you get high and really feel like you were intertwined and entangled, so to speak, with another person and in feel the intensity of that high together. That's such an amazing experience to have pleasure together. Yes, right? absolutely. absolutely. It's a level of vulnerability as well. Mm -hmm. um, trusting someone with that moment, with mm -hmm. that experience, mm -hmm. um, trusting someone with the, the ins and outs, if you want to say it, of your body, mm -hmm. you know, how your body responds, you know, and how I may respond or you may respond to that sexual experience. Mm -hmm. That's a very vulnerable moment that sometimes takes trust to build to get to that moment. Mm, to allow that person to like get you, I guess, um, open enough and, you know, feeling comfortable enough with your own body for you to experience your own body. Right. right? Yeah. And I can see where that would be beneficial to have a pleasure coach mm -hmm. to help you understand your own body mm -hmm. so that when it comes time to share Absolutely. that moment with a person, mm -hmm. you are familiar enough and hopefully comfortable enough yes. to communicate those things to your partner Yes, that hey, this is what I like, this is where I like to be touched, this mm -hmm. is the things I like to experience, mm -hmm. and this is how I like to feel. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. And and be open with that communication during that moment of vulnerability when you're naked and you're exposed and you are in a God-like experience, a spiritual and physical and emotional experience, mm -hmm. and being able to trust somebody with that. Yeah. I think there's also that pleasure on the other side of the pleasure giver of if you can make it clear to me what makes you happy, what brings you to that level, I feel so good and empowered that I can actually do that for you. So you allow me to experience that empowerment if you can communicate to me what it is that brings you there, right? So both parties are, are gaining from you having self-knowledge, 100%. So, so can you give us a, a couple of stories or anecdotes so we get an idea of some of the people that you've helped and some of the things that you've had them move through so people can really grasp on, yeah, what can a pleasure coach help me with? Um, well, I've, I've had, you know, a couple of, um, clients that I've actually helped, you know, really first helping them to understand pleasuring themselves. Um, and you know, and I want to go back and kind of tie in what you both were saying. And as this person found out and understood what pleasure was for her personally, mm -hmm. how, you know, her life 
amazingly started to change because she was understanding number one, how to bring pleasure to herself, which empowered her. Um, and then she was able to step into other relationships, being comfortable with herself and understanding that, you know, she didn't necessarily need anything outside of herself to feel that pleasure. And now she has amazing relationship that she's in because she understands what pleasure is. And not only is she able to receive pleasure, but she's able now to give pleasure because she understands what it means. She understands that feeling and, um, she's able to express that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I prize myself on, on how I was able to come alongside of her and help her to understand and figure this out and to see how she's grown and, um, what her life looks like now. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. What are some of the typical questions you might get when people come to see you um, when they are seeking their own pleasure? Um, You know, some of the things that people come to me and they say, I can't believe I'm here. I never, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, those are, I think the typical things that they say to me because most people don't feel they need, you know, someone to tell them or help them to find pleasure Okay. And what do you usually say to them to kind of put them at ease when they are feeling maybe uncomfortable about exploring this aspect of themselves? I I always empower them. I always tell them, you know, don't, don't feel bad. Don't, cause I, you know, I think they feel bad because of all the things that society or whether it's religion, whether, whatever, wherever it comes from of what they've built of what, um, their life should look like or what things they should talk to somebody about. And for whatever reason, you know, we've built up in our culture that, you know, pleasure or sexuality is something that we don't talk to about to others. We keep it quiet. So I always try to, you know, make them first feel comfortable, feel comfortable with them being able to come out and empower them for making that decision and not, you know, making them feel like um, something's wrong with them because there's nothing wrong with wanting to understand and wanting to figure out, you know, what really brings you pleasure so that you can have not only a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship outside of yourself with, you know, your partners or, you know, family members or whatever relationship you're in. Mm-hmm. There's a freedom that kind of comes with like that self-acceptance, right? The Absolutely. Way, yeah. You interact with people differently. The space that you hold, um, Yvonne, is such a delicate space. You know, you were talking about you make them comfortable. As a therapist, I have people come in my office and I have heard almost everything you can imagine one to speak about um, in terms of what decisions people have made, uh, relationships they've been in, behaviors they've had that they think people would judge them on, but what's so interesting is people don't typically talk to me about their sexual preferences as much as I'm like, I've been working with this person for years. We're so connected. We have such a, a good, deep therapeutic relationship. They feel so safe. Sex is still a thing that they do not put out on the table, which is so interesting. I mean, we've talked about all types of things like trauma and abuse and, you know, different types of relationships that they want to have, uh, different career paths, even going outside of their, their faith that their family wants them to have. Like, I think I believe I want to be a Buddhist instead of being a Catholic or whatever. Like these are very personal things, but sex is always something that is not on the table. And I didn't think about it until I kind of talked a little bit more to you. Like, wow, we really don't talk about this. And there's a whole bag of shame that could come with this. I was just thinking that, that, uh, 
whether you grow up in a conservative home or a quiet home or an introverted home or whatever it is, a detached familial relationship, mm-hmm. sometimes there's shame or just lack of knowledge. Maybe your parents really didn't know. Mm. You know, maybe they just didn't know either. And they needed a pleasure coach mm-hmm. because <laughs> mom doesn't know anything and dad doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they can't tell you anything and they're hoping that you learn something in school. Or maybe they believe that there's not supposed to be pleasure in sex, right? So maybe they've never had a pleasurable experience. So how could I tell you something that I think is literally not supposed to exist? Uh, Like you were talking about, Yvonne, people who do not have orgasms, right? I, I bet there's a bunch of people who believe that like that's just a mythical thing or that women, other women may believe that other women are actually lying <laughs> about this feeling yes. that they have. Yes. Right. Yep. Like I've never had it. You're exaggerating. You're super dramatic. I know it's not like that. It's perfectly fine. You know, I love my husband. I love my boyfriend. I love my girlfriend. Like it's good the way that it is. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it could be wrapped around some negativity like it. Oh, Oh, you have orgasms. Are you promiscuous? Mm-hmm. Is that something, you know, we don't talk about that and mm-hmm. and you don't have those unless you are a loose person or, you know, we all know guys do, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's a given. Yeah. It's pretty easy to understand when a guy's orgasming, mm-hmm. but it's not so easy to understand when a woman is orgasming mm-hmm. and it's not so easy for a woman to understand an orgasm because they've not been educated they think they may be enjoying sex. They may be enjoying sex and loving it, but they really don't know until they experience the pleasure for themselves or in a situation that, oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some shame and um, just lack of knowledge, I think, in society mm-hmm. around sex and orgasming. How would you think you could go about or do you go about helping people who have maybe carried um, some baggage with them around what sex means around what pleasure means if they feel like it's something that's sinful it's supposed to be quiet if they're coming to you obviously there's a part of them that says I want to know more right so how do you manage when someone comes to you and it's clear that they have some shame around it I mean, we, we talk about it, you know, and we find out where that's coming from and, and find out and look at history and look at um, the different things that they've been taught uh, and, you know, that transitions into why they feel this way. You know, like one of the things when you guys were talking, I think about, cause I've had clients, you know, talk about, think about what was taught in school. Think about, you know, I also remember that when I was in school, it was, you know, it the way school taught us about sexuality was really, this is what, you know, the woman's body was for. The woman's body was to have babies. You know, it was never talked about and helping to understand what an orgasm was and what it could do for a woman. So we kind of were raised in this place of like, this is what the woman's body was for. So we feel this taboo thing has you know, been built around, a, especially a woman's sexuality mm-hmm. um, of what her body is for, you know? So we, I try to, you know, kind of look at that and really unfold it and find out where is all of this shame and negativity coming from mm-hmm. so that we can kind of uh, diagnose, I guess you would say, uh, 
what is really happening within them first before we can even reach that place of a toy or a sex enhancer or anything. Let, let's talk about it. Where is this coming from? How can we unlearn these things to learn new things mm. so that we can truly, truly um, experience pleasure in our life? What story do you need to be released from before you can really right. release? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, when I think of history, it's so interesting. Um, as I've gotten older and watched more things and experienced more of the world, when we think about history, there is a whole sexual history that is not always shared with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Where there were devices of pleasure, there were movements. I mean, there's there's tantra. Like, do you guys understand what that's even for? Like, that's older than old, you know, and it was for a heightened sexual pleasure, also a spiritual connection, all of that elongating the sense of pleasure and peace and joy and connection, right? And that kind of stuff gets pushed aside. And then a lot of us are taught embracing the story. I know the story that I most associated sex with any type of sexuality and moving your body was always Sodom and Gomorrah. And so what I put together with that, if anyone doesn't know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, to shorten it really quickly, it was all these sinful people having all this pleasure. And in the end, they were burned, right? Like they were turned right. to ashes. Right. And anyone who was walking away from it, who decided, I don't, I want to be, you know, um, um, holy or I want to be um, pure, right? If you were walking away, but you looked back, even just to look upon these sinful people in, in pure pleasure, you were also turn to ashes, right? Like how dare you look upon this as if it's something that you're interested in. And so if this is the story that is told and told and told again, even without saying that direct story, our parents had messages from their parents and they give us messages of be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to basically burn, if you don't want to, sometimes the idea of really burning, go to hell. If you don't want to live a life of someone who's constantly punished for being a wanton woman, you know, for being a Jezebel for like all these things I'm coming with like biblical stories. And I'm not bashing things out of the Bible because there are so many beautiful stories that come from the Bible as well, empowering things. But there are things that have been interpreted to kind of keep us caged in a space of Pleasure is just not for you. Right, mm. right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're exactly right. Those are the things that, you know, uh, become like the foundation of our life that, you know, some of those things are beautiful, you know, that we learn in religions, but some of those things literally have caged us mm-hmm. to not being able to truly experience life. And, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to not only myself, um, you know, understand and find out more pleasure, but helping others. So that's why I've decided to do this is I, I, let's, let's talk about it. Let's really talk about the real thing so that you can break down that foundation and kind of rebuild it Mm -hmm. so that you can truly experience life. So Yvonne, before we go, I would love to kind of leave the goddesses with something that they can use right away. Can you tell us three things that you think would be helpful for everybody to know around how to create more pleasure in their lives now? Um, one would be to define what pleasure is to you. I think that's really important um, because it, it can look like it's, it's different for all of us. I mean, not only sexually, you know, I deal more with and help more people sexually, but there's so many different ways that people can receive sexual pleasure, right? So I think that's the number one thing is um, really getting to a place of understanding true pleasure for you. Like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Another thing is not being afraid of looking at yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and really um, not being afraid of the things that may feel good to you that someone said were incorrect is getting to that place of honesty with yourself first. Um, And then I guess the last thing is just being open, being open. Once you start this journey is being open because that's the way that you're going to be able to find out um, what feels good to you and what doesn't feel good to you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I love that. And so Yvonne, you have given us so much and given us like a peek into your work that you have done with so many people. And I know that you have a lot of happy clients. Um, we've gotten to talk a lot and I love hearing the stories, how someone comes in a space of not knowing what to do, not knowing themselves, and then coming back to see you just to say, thank you. Coming back to say, you've changed me, my life, my partner's life in such a way. And we need more people in our world facilitating that and unboxing us, right? letting us really be in that space. I think the three of us are really in a space of like unboxing ourselves and flourishing, which is why we share this, which is why I share this with you goddesses, because we know what's possible. Mm -hmm. You know, there are pleasure coaches because they themselves have had their own evolution. And once you realize what pleasure and joy and happiness is, it's something that is so full in you that you want to share it with other people. And yeah, that's what Yvonne wants to do. She wants to be able to share her knowledge, her education, and her freedom with other people and freedom is contagious. I promise you guys, once you connect with her, because we've connected, right? Once you connect with her, you will understand what that freedom is for you. And it is defined so differently for everybody. But once you understand your goddess brand of freedom, you won't want to look back. So I guess be careful, right? Because <laughs> once you get a taste of happy, you don't want to go back. Nothing right. else is acceptable after that. <laughs> and guys, don't be afraid of your goddess exploring this area of pleasure um she can bring a wealth of knowledge to you and you can educate yourself as well i'm sure that yvonne helps both men and women Mm -hmm. in couples and situations and you know i'm sure she has guys that come to her and say hey my wife is struggling with this how can we work through this Mm -hmm. and it's really important guys to be open and honest and communicating with your spouse or partner or whatever relationship you're in and being vulnerable to ask those questions and be involved in your partner's pleasure and your own pleasure. Um, It's probably one of the most important things in your relationship. Well, Yvonne, thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. My pleasure. All right. All right, guys. Well, until the next episode, thank you for joining us. I will make sure to put all of Yvonne's details in our description. You need to go right now to her Instagram page. You need to follow all the tools and tips that she's sharing. She has so many little nuggets for us. Um, We'll have information for all of her contact. So if you decide that you want to start upping your pleasure and glowing up in that way, do not hesitate to make that call. Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can find us on Google, you can find us on Podbean, you can find us on Spotify. Um, We're here to answer some questions, and if you have any questions, you can get a hold of us.